Well, hello everybody. This is Todd, and this is the How to Be Unpopular podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me talk. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this again. I'm going to talk for a little while. I'm at home. I'm at home alone, just me and the cats. And uh, I just want to try to talk. I want to have something to say. I'm not sure if I do, but I, I want to have something to say. I, I don't want to pe- be one of those people who, who has nothing to say. That's To me, that's tragic. And maybe I am one of those people who doesn't have anything to say. But I'm going to try to have something to say. Because uh, I want to be someone who has something to say. Um, it's been an interesting week. Um, my my cat got kind of sick. Um, she started acting kind of weird. Like we would uh, we would look at her. She would kind of put her paw in the air, and she would be, like clean herself, like lick her asshole, and then just like stop and like look at you with her leg in the air. Um, so we kept saying, "There's something wrong with her. She's acting weird." And one one night we looked at her asshole and it was like it looked like it was caked in shit. Well, I, sorry, her asshole wasn't her vagina was caked in shit. And we're like, "What the hell? Like this is gross. Like this poor cat, what's going on?" Um and so we tried to clean it and and uh she just really was feeling sick. She was sleeping and you could tell she was not doing too well. And one night I went to get into bed and I turned off all the lights, I got ready, I took a shower, I was really tired, ready to ready to hit the hay. And I, I turn out the lights, crawl into bed, and my hand, like, goes into something cold and wet. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's nice. So I turn on the light, and there's this, like, brown gel on my, on my hand. And it, it and there was a big pile of it in in the bed, and it, it kind of looked like French onion soup, um, and it stunk like puke, and yeah, it was like anal discharge out of my cat's ass because it had this infection, and uh, we did some googling, and and I think it's more common with dogs, but like. It, Google this if you want to see something really, really disgusting. Google um, squeezing dog's ass or dog pimple or something. Like dogs, I guess, can get this buildup in their anal glands. And if it happens, you have to like pop it like a zit. Like you have to squeeze their ass in a certain way and it like pops out this fluid. So I guess my cat had this same kind of deal going on. Um, I didn't, I didn't squeeze its ass glands. Uh, we took it to a vet and I guess he, he squeezed the ass glands and I wasn't there, but my wife said that it, it blew up like pretty good when he squeezed her, her little ass. Um, so she got some, 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 uh, back, what's the, uh, antibiotics, um, and so we had to give her antibiotics. And it's weird giving a pill to a cat because you have to, like, use this, like, long kind of tube. What is it? It's like It looks like a pen 
kind of, and you put the pill on the tip of it, and then it's this device that'll like, on the other side, you press it and it releases the pill into the cat's mouth. So you basically jam, you put this this long pen down its throat and and then put the pill down there and immediately like put water and they go like, <laughs> and then they, they swallow it. It's kind of freaky. You feel like you're doing something really bad, but tough love, man. It's either that or anal juice. So what's it going to be? Rather torture my cat for half a second than have French onion soup coming out of its asshole. So that was interesting. Um, we also came out with Mushroom Blading 5. So if you haven't watched uh, the new Mushroom Blading, check it out. It's awesome. Joey did a really good job. I love this video. It's really fun. Um, it was filmed on my bachelor party. Um, me and a bunch of dudes, we went up to Carameas, which is a tiny, tiny little town in BC. Um, really small, but this town is so awesome because there's just huge mountains that surround it, like really high mountains on all sides. So it's got a really interesting feeling. You feel like you're like in this bowl, in this big bowl, um, in Karameas, like, I always have a really good time in Karameas. Like, it always feels like there's something almost magical in that area. There's a there's an energy. Like, you're in this valley. I don't know. There's just this certain energy that's really unique to Karameas. So if you're ever in, in British Columbia and you're looking for somewhere to go camping and hang out and catch some solid vibes, solid vibes? I don't know if a vibe can be solid. Um, no, it's a vibe. You want to catch like a, you want to catch a, a wonderful vibe. How would you describe a vibe? Like what what word would describe a good vibe? Um, I don't I don't know. R- rhythmic? Uh, no. I don't know, I'll have to think about that. But, yeah, it was really fun, and he made a video out of it, and I was thinking about how lucky I am to have a really well-edited video uh, done of my bachelor party. It's something that, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things, it's like uh, something to look forward to in everyone's life, I guess, to have a bachelor party it's one of those traditions it's probably the one of the funner parts of getting married you get all your boys together and have a big party um can't really go wrong there yeah most people would be like man i would never want to be filmed on my bachelor party because i'm gonna have like 10 strippers licking me from head to toe i don't want that documented but i didn't want to get strippers i wanted to have a lot more fun than that I wanted to uh, do what I love to do, go out in the sunshine, skate some awesome skate parks, hang out with my awesome friends. I didn't. I don't need no strippers hanging around, throwing STDs in my face. I can. I can find other ways to amuse myself. So stayed away from the hookers. Had a really awesome time, and made an awesome video out of it. And uh, when I'm 70 years old. 
maybe I can show my grandkids the video of my bachelor party. And uh, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. So thank you, Joey, for putting it together. And Joey did a lot of work to organize my bachelor party. And I'm so thankful. Thank you, Joey, that getting all my friends together and, and all that, getting beer and, you know, just he orchestrated just an awesome vibe and, and then fil- filmed and did his thing with the editing and and he and he created magic he, we we went on a on a trip and we did what we do and uh and it all came together it all really came together there was so many different diverse skaters and with different uh skill sets and and everyone has wacky weird awesome personalities and everyone has a lot of history and and just can hang with each other everyone's cool with each other and it was just a really perfect weekend of just good time and blading and and then to document that it's just awesome he brought props he brought yoda and a bunch of weird clothes and and that's something that I'll always remember obviously cuz there's a video now <laughs> man so thanks Joey and thanks to everyone who came on my bachelor party that was amazing um yeah and if you haven't checked out mushroom blading 5 check it out um i also want to thank all the people who have generously donated on mushroomblading.com, um, it means a lot. Um, some people have do- donated two dollars. Some people have donated thirty. Some people have donated a hundred, and I really appreciate it. And when it comes in, it's uh, it's really nice. It means that me and me and my boys, me and Joey, can go film and get buy coffee. We can buy coffee so we can get amped to make stuff that people appreciate enough to maybe chip in a couple bucks it means we can get equipment to produce podcasts i can assure you that when you donate we're gonna the money is gonna go towards making things that i can't promise you that you're gonna like it but i can promise you that there's gonna be a lot of love and passion and and uh things that we feel you need not necessarily things that you want but we're going to try to make things that you need. Um, we're going to try to make things that are going to benefit you. And uh, and we're going to have a good old time doing it, man. <laughs> Real fun. So thank you. Um, and to anyone else who wants to chip in a buck, there's a donate button on mushroomblading.com. And if you don't have a buck, that's cool. You don't need to donate anything. I don't really, I don't really care. But if you feel inclined do it. Chip in a couple bucks. It just means we can make more shit for you to enjoy. Um, But even if you don't, we're still going to make the shit, so whatevs. Um, I'm saying um a lot, aren't I? I'm getting self-conscious about how much I'm saying um. Let's see how long I can go without saying um. I was hanging out with this girl once and like sort of dating her back in the day like for a short period of time. And this girl said like so much, like 
every other word was like I was like and so like I was like shopping and then like I put on my makeup and then I was like I wore this skirt and then I like I like I like put on my heels and like I was like I was like hey like I want to watch Housewives of Orange County and then I was like you know like oh let's go for drinks oh girls night and she was like oh no he was like oh my god and I was like oh my ex my ex used to always do this like thing like like and I said to her I remember saying to her like there I go. I say like, there. I say, can you try to talk without saying the word like? I I said this to her, and I was just like, just try, just try for for just try not to say the word like, and it was like she was totally handicapped, like she was totally disabled. Suddenly she just could not talk. She couldn't string together a sentence. She couldn't string together a sentence. A very well-spoken, very uh, very talkative girl. You take that one word out of her arsenal, and she had nothing. She couldn't talk without saying like. She couldn't. She couldn't get through a sentence. It was amazing. But, uh, yeah, that didn't last. She said, like, way too much. Nice girl, but... Like, I was like... And like, oh my god, like, I was like... Like... So I'm gonna... I'm saying I'm a lot. I notice I'm saying I'm a lot. Whatevs. Whatever it takes to get out the idea. You know, it, it's easy to beat yourself up. It's easy to say... Um, I don't know. I'm I'm really way too hard on myself. I know that. Um, one of my New Year's resolutions, which New Year's resolutions are always bullshit, so I'm not doing it. But one of my New Year's resolutions this year was to not be so hard on myself, which is a really really vague resolution. But I think it's important not to beat yourself up because you're only a human being. We're all we're. <laughs> I think we just we well some of us really expect ourselves to be so awesome all the time and and we want to be really smart and really articulate and really I don't know I it's so unrealistic to have the expectations that I have for myself and I guess that's one of the reasons why I like to do this podcast is because when you do these things and you're talking for for a long time either with someone else or by yourself you're going to reveal all those you know you're going to stutter you're going to you're not going to know what you're going to say next there's a lot of points where you feel awkward and that's that I'm trying to put myself in that position I'm trying to put myself in the position where I'm facing my flaws it's it's like facing your fears it's like it's like revealing your imperfections and not giving shit or um, just learning to to not focus on that because I think that's like being in the zone is when you're not self-conscious and you're not worried about the little mistakes that you're making or you're not you're not beating yourself up you're just in the moment you're just doing it and 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 you're not thinking about uh, about all those imperfections I'm not there I'm on the inside I'm just beating myself to shit saying what the fuck are you talking about? You think people are going to listen to this? But people are, you know? There, There's a little bitch in me that's like, man, this podcast sucks, man. You think people are going to listen to this shit? And I have to say, dude, yeah, people are fucking listening to this shit, so shut the fuck up. People like it, so 
just do it and shut the fuck up. It's uh, the podcast is having more success than I ever thought it did. Like a lot of people are listening, and I think it's because nobody nobody's done it because it's a hard thing to do, um, and it's refreshing. Uh, we have a lot of exciting shit lined up for you. Um, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but I have a very, very awesome guest lined up for episode 100, which we are approaching, which is very exciting. This is episode number 93. Number 93, all up in your grills. Yeah, we. I have a very special guest uh, lined up for number 100. I won't say anything more, but you should be really excited, because I am. I'm super stoked. Um, did you know? I'm sure you. I'm sure you. You are aware of the fact that you are going to die. We're all aware of the fact that this whole thing that we're doing, you listening to me talk, whatever you're doing, riding the bus or you're at work, you're not always going to be here. Um, you're going to die, and and people are people know this, but. I don't think people really are aware that, uh, like, I don't think people really grasp this. I don't think it's possible to grasp this because we don't, we have no idea what happens when you die. We have no idea what happens. It's this vague concept that people just go away and and their bodies stop working and they're gone. Um, and everyone that's living, like, no one knows do those, like we don't we it's it's beyond our our understanding it's our it's beyond our our sphere of 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 knowledge which by the way is really small because we're just stuck on this little rock that's flying through the universe and we have no idea why we're here and we're just just doing our best to like try to make the most of it just try to be happy just try to find things that make us happy and try to go in the right direction and, and everything. But we we have no idea what happens when you die. We know that it happens. We know that it's going to happen to us. But I think it's important to to remember that you're going to die. It's, it's important to remember that this is all just temporary. You being you, you waking up in the morning, that's not always going to go on. It's, uh, I don't know. That's not always going to happen. You're not always going to wake up. You're not always going to be you. Like, look at your body right now. Like, this, this vessel that you're existing in, this, this vehicle, that eventually your arms and your legs and your your fingers and your chest and your your toes and your ankles all of it will be gone it'll be in the earth your legs it'll just be worms will be eating it um maybe a cow will 
eat your leg or maybe your your own cat like if you died if i died my cats would just eat my body which i'm cool with like if i because if i died then i feed them how are they going to eat how are they going to survive like yeah cool eat my body like people look at their bodies being worm food or their bodies feeding other things like they they look at that as a bad thing like they want to be uh, uh what's it called when they burn your body uh ca- not castrated they want to be fuck i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry i can't remember the word but you know when they burn you they put you your ashes in a thingy <sighs> vocabulary but people people don't want animals to eat them or they don't want people to eat them i why not i mean that's how life works when you die you should want your flesh to feed things that are alive you should want at least your body to go back in the earth and and give an animal some energy so it can live another day or you know go into the earth and fertilize the soil so that people can grow shit i don't know exactly how it works but but it's your body just isn't always going to exist so enjoy it while it lasts just remember it's temporary it's not always going to be there i'm going to camloops this weekend it's may long may long weekend i don't even know what what like here in canada we have may long it's a really like it's got a good name like the word may long it's got a good a good uh ring to it and uh it it uh it always rains on may long it always rains it's this weird thing like people look forward to it people always like go camping and stuff on may long and it always rains it's the weirdest thing it's like it's a cruel joke on people cuz people are like yeah like it's summer's coming it's warm yeah it's may long i got some days off and the universe is just like huh you fuckers i'm just going to piss all over this party and it always rains and people always go camping and get rained on and it's like this big disappointing thing so hopefully i'm wrong hopefully it doesn't rain cuz i don't want it to rain cuz i want a blade i want to skate the park i want to i'm going to skate the park in camloops Um I used to skate that park every day when I lived there. When I lived there like I was just obsessed with that park and with skating and we would just we would like if it was not raining which it rarely does in Kamloops because it's like a desert we were skating at that park and man i got pretty good at skating just skating a lot at that park just like really consistent i was in such good shape like skating that park when i go skate that now i i'm out of breath like the first line cuz the park is so big like so wide open and that's something i love about it is there's so much space in between the objects and you really i don't know you don't feel claustrophobic it's but you skate a lot you do a lot of just rolling at that park because everything is so far away from the other objects and it is a workout like that that park kicks my ass i always get really really excited to go back and skate it and then i always end up like a little bit disappointed cuz i'm not nearly as good at it as i used to be and i can't 
I physically can't skate it as 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 long as I used to because I just get so out of breath. And it it's man, that park is great for getting you into shape. If you skate that park a few days a week, you're going to be a machine. But when I first moved away, I missed that skate park so much. I would have dreams about that skate park. Like it was like it was almost like breaking up with a girl where where you just you dream about them every night and like it's someone that was in your life like for so long and then they're just gone and you end up like your brain or and your soul is just like what what's going on now I'm just so used to having that around I'm so used to going to that park all the time and all of a sudden like no no park no park so every night like my brain was just like I would have these dreams about this park but I wouldn't my dreams my reoccurring dream was like me I was in Kamloops like getting ready to go skate the park but in my dream like I never actually got to the park like I would be at home calling people like yeah we're gonna go skating all right let's go and I'd be waiting around for a ride or something or I'd be like driving there but something would happen and and I would have this reoccurring dream where I was trying to get to the park, but I never got to the park. And I remember how excited I was the first time I went back to Kamloops to skate the park. I remember I drove up with Joey and Leon and I think Josh was with us. Uh, Mason was with us. Um... And we ran out of gas on the way there. We ran out of gas. I think Leon rented a car. Leon rented a car and, and we uh, he usually they fill it up with gas, but it, there wasn't any gas in it. And we ran out. And luckily someone stopped and had a jerry can. And it, otherwise we would have... Uh, no one wanted to call a tow because it's so expensive. We probably would have just like slept in the car. I don't know what we would have done, but someone came and, and gave us some gas, but I was really happy they did because I just really, 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 really wanted to skate that park. And I remember we, that, that trip was epic. Like we drove really far and then, and then we hit this point and there was like a, a roadblock, like construction. And the people are like, yeah, this road's closed you have to turn around. And we're like, what? Because there's like two ways to get to Kamloops. There's like the old way, and then there's like a new, really nice highway. And we took the old way. I forget why, just like to switch it up, something more scenic. It's a little bit longer, but it's um, it's a scenic drive. It's really nice. So we went that way. And yeah, we got like pretty far, and then we had to turn all the way around and go back. And this was like really late at night. We ended up getting in at getting to Kamloops at like five in the morning or something stupid. And, um, I, I was still so excited to skate. Got there at five, couldn't sleep. Like when I'm really excited about something, I have a hard time sleeping. Usually I sleep really well, but if I'm excited, that's when I'm, I have a really hard time sleeping. And I just keep thinking, Oh, I just wish it was the next day. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you're just, it's like Christmas Eve and you, you can't sleep because you're just like, oh, I just want it to be tomorrow. I'm so excited. Tomorrow's Christmas. I'm going to wake up, fucking open presents. Cause it's going to be awesome. But right now, I just have to sleep. just have to sleep. So don't, not a big deal, not a big deal. But I'm so excited. I can't sleep. 
this is how I felt trying to uh, trying to sleep. Um, and so I didn't even sleep because I was so excited. But uh, like eight or nine came around, and I was like on the phone, like, "Yeah, let's go! I'm ready. I want to skate. I want to skate so bad." And uh, yeah, it was all right. It was pretty good. Um, I like I do always have fun going and skating that park, but not. It's not like it's not like it used to be. It's not like I build it up a lot in my head. I always have really high expectations of that that place. Like I don't like it. It's old news, kind of. You know, it's like I've skated it so much that there's no way I'll ever be able to skate that place the way that I used to skate it. Um, unless I happen to live in Kamloops for six years and don't work and just skate every day, then I'll be able to do it. But, um, I don't know, just, I guess it's just played out. I guess it's played out, but it's still fun. It's still fun. I'm still excited to skate. And yo, if you're going to be in Kamloops, hit me up. Let's play it. It'll be fun. I hope that it doesn't rain. And I came to my senses. I put on some Celtics. You know, because I want to start doing grinds again. Been kind of out, out of the grind game. Been doing a lot of cones. Um, I was riding those Volo frames, which uh, are good, solid frames, but they fucking suck for grinds. If you're skating flat, oh, I went skating a little while ago and just stuck on everything. I went to a comp in uh, Seattle, and I was just ashamed of myself because like, I just couldn't slide. All these kids doing their sliders... And I couldn't do it because, like, my, I would just stick. It would just be like, like, the wheels would just grab the rail and tell me that I can't. And, yeah, you're right, I can't. But I put on my Celtics, so I'm going to hit up some alley top porns all up in your grills. Maybe some sweat stance. Maybe some, some top, top side. I like doing top side acids on quarters. It's a good feeling trick. I like... If I, uh, it's such a good feeling to hit a really fast top acid on the coping, and then spin uh, 270 back in, um, into the quarter. That's one of my, one of my love. I like doing that one. That, that one feels good when it works out. Uh, kgs. I'm always into kgs. Hitting some kgs on the quarter. Uh, fish brains once in a while. You know, once in a while. I should do them more often because usually, like on, I can't really do it very well on ledges or rails, but on quarters I can do it pretty good. So I'll have to hit up some fish brains. Fish brains are pretty sweet, but I'm excited most of all to do a 540. 540s are my favorite. I love them. 540s are the shit, man. When you air a five, when you do it just right and you you launch out of the bank or whatever with just the right pop and spin that it just puts you into the groove of a 540 and you feel like, oh, I don't need to do shit. I'm just sitting in this and you just your body's just spinning perfect. It's like the best feeling in the world. Like, oh, abstract fives. Whoo! When you're just up in the air, your legs are just tight, cross, and you're just like, just, oh, that moment just lasts forever. You're just in the air. Oh, and then you just land, and it's a perfect pock. It's just like money. 
Um, there's that, and then like, but when it, when a 540 is kind of awkward and you don't you don't get that good spin right off the bat, and you kind of have to fight for it, it's not as fun. But when you can just you feel like you're sitting on a throne in the sky. Oh, damn, that's good shit. So I hope to do one of those. In Kamloops, you can do them really good. There's really nice banks to launch out of with really nice long run-ups. So you can just get so much speed and just hawk it. Oh, it's fun. Whew. Feels good. Early in the morning, sun shining. Whew. I can't wait. Yeah, my goal is to get a sunburn. I love sunburns. I'm just going to burn up. I don't give a fuck. Yes! Um... Yeah, I remember my friend Jordan, uh, who I used to blade with back in the day in Kamloops, he was, we used to, this was when we first started skating like forever ago, and he had this really uh, shitty launch ramp. Uh, At the time we thought it was really good, but looking back on it, it was really shitty. And we would skate it like outside of his house, this launch ramp, and Jordan was really good at 540s. He could do these, like, stickman 540s, like, really good. And who else could 540? I think Joey could 540 at that time. Uh, Dana, I think, could 540. Um, I could 360, and I was trying to learn how to 540, and it was one of those nights, like, I was trying it a bunch of times, like, falling, just couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure out my spin. And Jordan was telling me, all right, Todd, if you, if you land a 540, you can be on the Thompson Park Mall aggressive inline team because his grandma owned a mall and his his grandma built uh, some ramps for us and stuff and got t-shirts made and we would do demos. It was a demo team, Thompson Park Mall demo, aggressive inline demo team. We would do demos in the mall. It was amazing. They had a ramp like one of those old school fun boxes with uh, with the rail that went up across and down and just had a drop off on the other side. You don't really see them like that anymore, probably because they're really fucking dangerous. Uh, but we would skate that in the mall. It was amazing. It was so much fun uh, with our with our t-shirts, our Thompson Park Mall aggressive inline demo team t-shirts, and we just thought we were the coolest shit ever. Uh, we weren't that good. I remember I could do unities on down the rail, which, hey, I can't do that anymore, so, um, backslides, uh, but we wore, like, really ridiculous clothes back then. We wore, like, mat. we all wore, the, the good shit to wear was these green cargos from, uh, Surplus Herbie's. I'm not your average dummy. Uh, Surplus Herbies is a store in Kamloops with like old uh, army stuff. It's I guess like an army surplus store or something, and you could buy like army pants there and stuff. And we used to always we would get these green, big baggy green cargos and wear them skating. And I remember they were really heavy. They were really thick, and we would wear these things in the summertime, and like. Oh, why are you wearing thick green cargo pants in the summer? Like, these pants must have weighed, like, eight pounds. Like, they were really heavy pants. And we would rollerblade in these big, stupid, heavy green pants. 
because we were stupid. And I remember one summer, Jordan would, uh, he like lived in these cargo pants because he would just skate every day and then like sleep wherever and hang out. And he had his whole life, like all the shit that he needed in the big stupid pockets of his big stupid green cargo pants. (sighs) Why were we wearing those pants? Fuck. Because we were dumb. That's why. Um, it's all about comfortable clothes, you know? I, yeah, I'm all for looking good, but you got to be comfy. Um, I've learned how to pick out shoes. Um, when I go to, like, the shoes store, I used to, you know, I used to look for shoes that looked, like, really good, or I used to buy, like, really cheap shoes. I would just get the cheapest shoes that I could find because I was a cheap ass. But now I really understand the value of a really comfortable pair of shoes so I'll I'll be really picky I'll I'll, I'll put on like 12 pairs I don't give a fuck I, I you gotta be you kind of feel bad because the person working has to go get you the shoe that you want every time like the size of the shoe like oh I want to try this one and you kind of feel like a dick after the 10th time like asking them for a different shoe um, but that's how you gotta shop for shoes. You gotta wait because there are, there is a pair of shoes in that store that are gonna fit you just right, and they're gonna feel so fucking good that you're gonna know right when you put them on. Oh, these are the ones. Yep, got them. Perfect. There's no pressure points. My feet fit perfectly in them. They don't move around when I walk. I feel like a ninja. Look how fucking high I can jump in these things. Those are the shoes that you want. You want to put on, you want to try on shoes until you put those shoes on. Like, you don't want to buy the pair of shoes. Oh, they look really good. They're, you know, they're a little bit snug. They're kind of tight, but they'll, they'll break in. Like, you do want a nice snug pair of shoes, don't get me wrong, but you want them to be really comfy right off the bat. You want them to be tight, but comfy. No pressure point bullshit, no rubbing. You want perfection because there are a pair of shoes in that store. It's gonna, it's it'll be worth it. Okay, so don't settle. You know, don't settle in life. You're worth more than that. Keep trying on shoes until you find that pair that is perfect. Okay. That's my advice. If, if that's the only thing that you pull from this podcast is how to buy shoes, I'm serious. It is very important. Your life improves when you have a really good pair of shoes. When walking around feels really good, your life is better. You want to feel good when you're walking around. So don't, don't even think about style. Fuck style. Fuck style. You want a pair of shoes that feels really good. If that if the, that those shoes end up being pink and and there's a big fucking dragon on the side, who cares? It's about function. It's about how your feet feel in the shoes. It doesn't matter about the brand name, it doesn't matter about the design. It just matters about how they feel. And I have I have found that that like I just usually like a dark shoe. Um 
I don't like white sneakers. I feel like a dad, you know, like dads wear like white sneakers with like weird jeans or something. I like to go dark. Um, I, I don't know. Why do I like to go dark? I just like to go dark. Same thing with skates. I like to black out my skates. I think skates look the best when it's like solid black almost because it's like it's it doesn't scream at you it's nondescript you know it's just like a part of you it you know like i don't like flashy shoes even though the the shoes i got are flashy they're dark and there's like yellow highlights on them and my wife called them bumblebee shoes which they kind of look like but god damn it they're comfortable so bumblebee or not i love them but i don't like white shoes a lot they're they're like dad shoes you know um but yeah I won't say that again, don't worry. But, man, this has been so much fun talking to you. Um, honestly, I'm just really excited to get to this 100th podcast. So, it, you know, you might get seven solo ones. Uh, Joey's getting back from China uh, tomorrow, so maybe maybe he'll bust out a, some some podcast action maybe talk about his trip i don't know that'd be cool um but i've tried to line up a couple podcasts with people unsuccessfully um if you are interested in in doing the podcast hit me up um do them over skype we'll chit chat i want chris farmer i want montre montre i hit you up where you at let's do this i want Shima? Hey, Shima? You down? Hit me up. I want you. Uh, Joey was supposed to do one with Colin Kelso. That never happened, Colin. If you want to get at me, I'm eager. Let's do this. Um, Sean. Sean Colin. Or Sean, yeah, Sean Colin. I'll do it again with Sean Colin, but Sean Kelso. If you're, if you're into it, let's, let's do this. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're down to chat, hit me up. Uh, Let's do this. JB Snyder, if you're listening, hit me up. Let's do the podcast, dude. I love your art. You look like a, a cool dude. Let's talk. Um, K Dirty, it's coming. Let's do this. Round two, biatch. All right. I love you guys. I'm done. This has been great. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. I appreciate the donations. I appreciate all the warm comments. I just appreciate you just just sharing this thing with me. This is great. This is awesome. This is a lot of fun. And uh, I think I'm going to do it for a long time. I don't want to ever stop doing this. And if I ever stop doing this, you have permission to call me a bitch.